Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. I've been doing film reviews for 20 years now, and you can read all of my written work at that website, Quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Eddie the Eagle is today's review. It is a comedy slash drama. It's a sports film. And it is rated PG-13 for some suggestive material, partial nudity, and smoking. It runs an hour and 45 minutes, and it stars Taron Egerton with a sizable supporting role from Hugh Jackman. Joe Hartley, Tim McInerney, Christopher Walken, and Jim Broadbent get small roles in the film. The director is Dexter Fletcher. Dexter Fletcher, a longtime actor who's been turning to directing films. I think this is his third feature film. The screenplay is by first-timers Sean McCauley and Simon Kelton. Eddie the Eagle is based on a true story. It tells the story of Michael Eddie Edwards, a British man who would find 15 minutes of fame as an Olympic ski jumper for Great Britain at the 1988 Winter Olympic Games. Taron Egerton stars as Edwards. He grew up as an awkward lad with poor vision, farsighted, and a leg brace who dreamed a seemingly impossible dream of one day representing Great Britain at the Olympics. He failed to be coordinated enough to master anything to do with track and field, he ended up busting his ill-fitting glasses time and again and and occasionally nearby windows. Eddie's far-sighted eyes would soon shift from the Summer Olympics to the Winter Games. He started out as a downhill skier but was a bit klutzy at that and not quite fast enough. He finally settled on something that he didn't have any competition for, at least not in Great Britain, ski jumping. And he thought he'd have the best chance of making the Olympic team doing that because Great Britain really hadn't supported that event since the 1920s. Now, Eddie, in his own early 20s, is in a sport that most who compete in it start when they're just beginning grade school. Eddie knows that he's going to have his work cut out for him if he's going to make a spot on the Olympic team before heading to Calgary for the 1988 Winter Olympics. He starts practicing in Garmisch, Germany, where he's seems to be destined for permanent injury on his own until he meets Bronson Peary, who's an American former ski jumper, a championship ski jumper, who is also kind of down on his luck. He basically just runs the snowplow at the German course, but he still sees something in Eddie that he believes in, and he ends up, albeit reluctantly, taking the eagle under his wing, so to speak. However, there are many naysayers and a lot of bullies around, and they offer little but discouragement to Eddie. And there's especially resistance from the British Olympic Council that desires Eddie out of the games because he, they don't want to see him not only embarrass himself, but also the other athletes that represent the proud country at the games. Eddie the Eagles, a fairly comedic interpretation of that true story. It's injected with a lot of contrived sports formula moments that are there to punch up the humor of the film, but also the crowd-pleasing elements for maximum effect. Some viewers may be disappointed to learn that the filmmakers have elevated Eddie into a very comic caricature of the real-life Edwards, and his story, at least as told here, is feels like some sort of tall tale. The real-life Edwards has stated in recent interviews that this film is mostly fictionalized. About 90% of it is not true. However, he was moved by the film and does endorse it. Hugh Jackman's character is entirely fabricated for this film, as well as Christopher Walken in a very small role as Jackman's one-time mentor. So it's best to treat Eddie the Eagle, the film, as a fictional work for the most part and not really hold it to the same standards of a traditional biopic. The way that Fletcher tells the story, he's working from that script by Macaulay and Kelton, it does seem to be, at least in spirit, in keeping with the nature of the man that it's about, 
because Eddie the Eagle himself was a likably offbeat underdog and he was willing to love himself despite inherent cheesy qualities just like this film does. The movie embraces the feel and tone of films from the 1980s, probably because it is set in the 80s. It does have a dash of the, another skiing film that I remember from the 1980s that I like more than this, called Better Off Dead. It has a schmaltzy tone and has the accompanying synthesized score that was so popular in sports cinema of the 1980s. Now, along with the score comes a plethora of 1980s pop hits. We get a training montage featuring hollow notes, You Make My Dreams Come True. We get a jump sequence featuring Van Halen's, you guessed it, jump. Most of the songs that are used here are pretty on the nose to their respective scenes. I think that the campy nature of Eddie the Eagle does work in its favor because the CGI that's involved in the jump sequences is very obvious much of the time. If this were a straightforward drama, I think that those CGI elements would definitely have detracted from the overall feel and people would have been much more critical of them. The role of Eddie the Eagle was originally cast to feature Steve Coogan, although he does seem like he would be too old for the role. And then going a little bit younger, Rupert Grint was then attached. But Taron Egerton does eventually get the starring role here. He impressed so well in what was his breakthrough role in Kingsman The Secret Service. And that was directed by Eddie the Eagle's producer, Matthew Vaughn. I do think that Egerton is perhaps a bit miscast in this role because I think that there is a twinge of self-awareness in the way that he portrays Eddie, even though we do see interviews with the real Edwards. And you'll know that he kind of looks like him and he kind of acts like him. But there's just something about the way that Egerton portrays Eddie here that feels like he's playing up the dorkier nature of the character in a very deliberately knowing, overly emotive shtick. And I think that that kind of undermines it. It, it makes it feel very one note, unfortunately. Now, Hugh Jackman is playing a fictional character, so he, he's allowed uh, much more carte blanche to be more free with his character, he's, and he's much more assured with the tone of the film. Although he does often come across as Wolverine himself, except with a drinking habit. But, you know, Fletcher doesn't do Jackman any favors by making his character that chronic booze swiller. But he still maintains being in great shape. He obviously takes care of himself, despite the fact that he can't stop smoking and drinking. And it becomes a little bit absurd in that way. The humor is also very trite. There are pratfalls to be found throughout this film, and there's even a big spit take that's done by Hugh Jackman, and it's rare to find these kinds of broad comedic elements outside of an Adam Sandler vehicle, which this reminds me of. If you think of Bobby Boucher from The Waterboy, which is a, a complete caricature, sometimes Taron Egerton's portrayal of Eddie the Eagle does come across somewhat as that kind of dim-witted but lovable character that you would find in that movie. Now, as with most formula sports movies you know where this film is going even if it is playing with a tongue-in-cheek fashion but i think when you're dealing with that kind of formula there's also that ability to eventually have you root for the main characters and i think that that's where eddie the eagle the film proves too hard to resist because eventually it starts to work its magic as those formula films tend to do and it leaves you feeling with quite a rush by the finale you're actually invested in what happens to eddie so on that level, it does work. As a companion piece to Disney's Cool Runnings, which featured a similar story of an underdog Jamaican bobsled team, which also competed coincidentally at the same Winter Games in Calgary in 1988. If you make that a double feature, it should make for an amusing and inspirational night of Olympics underdog glory for those who are into such feel-good fare. 
So despite the fact that, you know, it is tonally just kind of weird and a little offbeat, I'm going to give Eddie the Eagle three stars out of four. And three stars on my scale means that if this sounds like something that you would be into, I think that it'll probably hit the spot, at least for its entertainment value. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button and you continue to get all of my reviews throughout the year. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes, I encourage you to leave a review because every review helps me gain the audience for this show to give me the energy to keep it running. So the Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name. If you do happen to see Eddie the Eagle, I'd be interested in hearing what you have to say about it. You can write to me and you can find my contact information at my website, quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. You can also find links to my Twitter feed and my Facebook page, so you'll always know when I post a new review. 